live from the Keltec Studios. It's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Keltec Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Thank you for joining us again. Coming to you live here from the Keltec Studios. We uh, we've had, had had a great week, interesting week. Lots of stories to talk to you about. We've got some uh, some news to give you. We've got some events to talk about. We've got some live interviews. Uh, we've got some some really good information for you this week. But first, let's let's head around the room. Let's let's head around the table because you can't tell the players without a scorecard. On my right, my right hand man, the great 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 great. Great, great, great grandson of Daniel Boone. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Oh, yeah. Got to let it play out. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Always got to let it play out. I wish wish there was more than six seconds of that song we could play on the air. <laughs> Find the uncensored version. <laughs> there isn't one. Yep. Darn it. No yeah, such yeah, thing. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, how are you doing this week, sir? Doing real good. Doing real good. Had a good week. Um... Yeah, yeah, not too bad, not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Things going all right at the shop. Uh, uh, I, I know uh, um, we had uh, had a fun week and a fun weekend, and uh, and then and now we're back together once again. Oh yeah, and you, usually the way things work out, you know, the boss gives the the help a raise. Well, this this week the help got to give a boss a raise. That's true. <laughs> That's exactly true. We'll tell that story here shortly, and we'll try to leave the names out until we decide whether or not uh, Kevin and Alec are going to go after them or not. Um, <laughs> Speaking oh, of, I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait for this story, huh? Uh, speaking of Kevin and Alec, uh, sitting across from me in the 10 o'clock position is the courtroom assassin himself. Please welcome back to Legal Ninja, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. How are you doing, sir? I'm sleepy. I know. I um, say he's a sleepy ninja. I really had a, have a, a, a friend, uh, friend in, uh, in, a, in a bad way medically right now, and our thoughts and prayers go out to him. Thank you. And to you, and all his friends. I've had the pleasure of meeting the man before, but uh, being called to the hospital at four in the morning to sit there and pray is never a fun thing. It has been a long evening. Um, so we'll we'll move we'll move along to the samurai sidekick. He appears to have a full sleep on. So he's no, he's not. No, you're not rested. Not, not well rested. No. No. Were you were you gaming again last night? <laughs> I just couldn't sleep. No, couldn't sleep. Couldn't sleep. Nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing ordinary. out of the ordinary. Nothing yeah. out of the ordinary. Yeah, my, my wife wasn't home, so the dog was going crazy. Oh. Well, you know, there's ways around that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. If anything happens to that dog, away. something similar will happen to him. <laughs> well, you want one good night's sleep, or you want, you know, the rest of them to be... Uh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no. It's not that. It won't be instantaneous. It'll be a slow and lingering death. Mm-hmm. Very well. You know, if we could find some way to put some uh, microphones in there, work some wordy ratings out of it. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just keep the language well, you clean. Know, you know keep what? The language you know clean. what? Mike has ulterior motives. We, we, we could sell it to a horror movie. Yep, there we go. It's a sound effect. There yeah. we go. 
That would work. That would work. Well, please welcome back the samurai sidekick, Mr. Alec C. Weber C. Esquire. C. 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 Alec C. Alec R. Alec L. Stop. Alec M. Play the music. Push the button. Alec Alphabet. So Aloysius. We had a. We had, wow, really? We, we had a we had some leaking going on in, at uh, the Arms Room uh, World Headquarters this week. Some <laughs> literal, some literal, some leak, some leaking. Not of not, the employees. Not not a Lestra. No, not not a Lestra. Mm. No, not a Lestra related. This was purely wall related, and it turns out that the leak was being caused by an accumulation of. Debris in the gutters, which led to the organic uh, growth of spurting up <laughs> in certain parts on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I thought you, it was you uh, had a fern start growing on your building. Yeah, you? we and it went three, four, five feet tall in some points. And I thought that the infrastructure of the building couldn't take the anti-aircraft gun that you got on top. Could have, could have been, but that's more. That's on a lift gotcha. from the interior, okay. so that's all right. The the, the the ferns would would grow into gutters. Mm-hmm. When the gutters, you you get these these terrible you know Florida monsoons that last for 15 minutes to two hours, and it would back up in the gutter, and it would back up in such a way as uh, the gutter is higher than the 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 concrete block structure, so it would come up and go over the concrete block structure in and come down into the building. Nice. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, nice. You know, for the first two three days of us trying to figure out what was going on, finally figured out what was going on. Um, we've been in the building for three, four years now, and we've always known that there's no roof access without a catapult. Um, so, <laughs> or a trampoline. Uh, trampoline, catapult, some, something cartoonish. you know. Right. And, <laughs> Made by Acme. But by Acme, exactly. And we finally rent, went and rented a cherry picker. Mm-hmm. Um, something else cartoonish. Yeah, something else cartoonish. And it was... Our producer when I rented it, I knew... Hmm... Um, we, we we had rented the same one about three years earlier when we were putting signs up on the building, and we went back and rented it again, and it looks like everybody that's rented us since then has had a few free swings with a sledgehammer on it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not in the best of shape. Um, Is that what you meant by a raise? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I was unable to operate the bucket controls. They just did not work. So I had to have my right-hand man down on the ground, operating the bucket, which you did a wonderful job. Unfortunately, until the batteries, the batteries <laughs> and, the, and the brushes and the bushings and the hydraulics did not last for more than five to ten minutes at a time. And knowing Mike, he got his money back. Did, did, did you have to repel to get off the building? He thought about it very <laughs> hard. It was hot up there, wasn't it? I had people looking for the rope. Let's just say that. <laughs> Uh, I, I would not go back up in that lift again without the Swiss seat on you cannot, and, and the rope attachments. You cannot repel without damaging your shoulder. That's why I did not, sir, because I was worried <laughs> about my health. Uh, Fortunately, there is a manual hydraulic override. Right, which we found on the second day. <laughs> so you spent the night up there. That's I was cool. wondering why you had so much growth. <laughs> it... Uh, it was well, fun. Did, you know, you got a little color. I, I guess you were up in the sun for I, I did get some color, and... Uh, I went back up there after the rain at one point, and the roof had cooled down, because you can't touch any part of this roof. You have to have 
uh, jeans and, and knee pads and gloves and and, and do, do you even own a pair of jeans? I, well, they weren't my jeans. I actually put jeans on the roof and was just crawling on top of the jeans. Okay. That, so. that I would believe. Well, I, I have twenty denim. pairs of jeans. I have, I, have a, yeah. I have a bolt of linen of lint, yes. you know, just mm-hmm. blue jean material that I unroll when I want to do work. I actually yeah. took a series of two by fours up there and made my own, you know, floor level scaffolding to walk on. <laughs> yeah. So distribute the the enormous weight load over the largest part of the roof right. to support it. 180 pounds of uh-huh. radio steel and exactly. sex steel. Exactly, exactly right. Exactly. Uh, hey, safety but, but first. On, but safety on the roof, first. no, man, safety third. <laughs> safety first. Yeah. Well, that was that was my day. That was that was my well. It was that a couple was, of days. That was two days. That, that was, was a couple days. of days. And uh, yeah, we uh, we did not pay full price for the bucket lift. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you when we get back from the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. kel See the KSG in action at YouTube slash kel Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, 
Do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Listening to Armstrong Radio live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Armstrong Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. And this segment of Armstrong Radio is brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you for joining us again here at the Caltech Studios. The uh, the Arms Room had a uh, addition this week. Well, we had uh, one of our uh, uh, alumni, an Arms Room alumni, employee alumni, added an addition this week. You guys are looking at me like I'm making this up. I'm just wondering which way you're going with it. Uh, (laughs) I know you're not making it up. I'm just wondering how you're applying it. uh, Former employee... Uh, and Nina, if you guys uh, remember, she was uh, she worked our sh- at, at one of those stores for a while, did mm-hmm. a lot of our paperwork, and was on the shooting team. Uh, her and her her husband Dustin added beautiful baby Aubrey this last Sunday. So yes, congratulations, congrat- to her. congratulations to them for their for their new addition and and, and many many hours of of this. You're gonna, you're gonna hear it. Trust us. <laughs> you're gonna hear. Did Kevin, you hear that at your office a lot? From still, yeah. So, <laughs> Alec, keep your door closed. <laughs> uh, Actually, it's Alec telling the adjusters what they're going to have to pay, and then you hear it on the speakerphone. Yeah. And that's why I keep the door open yeah. so the whole office knows <laughs> that I am kicking butt. Mess with the Weber, you get the web. That's it. Uh, I spent this last weekend up in. Georgia. I was at the Georgia Carry event. Went up there with our good friend Mark Walters from Armed American Radio. Got to meet a lot of a lot of great people. Met um, uh, Ken Blanchard, the black man with the gun, with the Reverend. Excuse me, the Reverend Ken Blanchard, black man with the gun. We should be having him on the show in the coming weeks. Uh, we've we've uh, we've talked to him. We've uh, I also met with Jerry Henry, the executive director there at Georgia Carry. I got to tell you, boy, they did some. They did. They've done some stuff up there in the past six, seven years to to change the landscape of the laws and and, and the mindset of firearms in Georgia. So yeah, it's a it's know. a shorter list up there of where you can't have a firearm than yeah. where you can. Yeah, there and there. Uh, evidently, these guys are good friends of the Florida carry. Uh, you know, being neighbors and sharing a lot of ideas, and we'll actually talk to uh, one of the bosses of Florida carry in the next hour. So. Uh, uh, Looking forward to having them back on the air with us. So, guys, I, I, I pulled a story up. I pulled a story up off the old interwebs, off the old internets. And um, so you know what? Before we jump in there, Earl, speaking of the old internets and the interwebs, how can the good folks get a hold of us here at the Arms Room Radio? We have uh, several different ways. They can give us a call directly here into the Keltec Studios, 407-774-8255. That's 407-774-TALK. They can send us a message on Facebook. Facebook.com slash armsroomradio. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com. Or, last but not least, your favorite, they can send us a tweet on Twitter, at armsroomradio. I sent two tweets this week. 
You haven't gotten banned yet? No, I don't think they've read them yet. Okay. I, I didn't put the old uh, pound <laughs> sign on them to, to attract any attention. Yeah, uh-huh. It was kind of like I was like tweeting in the blind. Yeah. So. I think he meant hashtag. Yeah, I know what he meant. Oh, okay. He's old hashtag. school. Listen, when you call up on a and you call up the phone company and and you get the or you call up anybody on the phone and and it says, um, please enter the last four of your social followed by the, the what? The hashtag I would, sign. I would never type that in. <laughs> when they say hashtag, I'll say hashtag. Other than that, it's a pound sign. Like I said, he's old school. He's old school. Old school like the old school. Uh, so there was an article that I saw said uh, the top six rimfire pistols. Now, before we get into rimfire pistols, Earl wants to give you a few rimfire safety tips, mechanical tips when operating a rimfire. <laughs> before we get into this, because if we don't, Earl's going to give somebody on the radio the evil eye. <laughs> Don't dry fire or rim fire. Yeah, t- tell them why. Tell people why. There's a lot of people that start off with 22s or, or inherit 22s, and they don't know this. With both a, a handgun or a long gun on rim fire calibers, that's 22 long rifle, 22 short, 22 magnum, 17 HMR, and I'm sure there's a few other calibers. Yeah, a couple I'm of them old weird ones out there, yeah. The firing pin. 5 millimeter. Right, okay, there you go. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Count on... Uh, Kevin, Kevin to bring in the, hey, I the old when those guys. I remember when those first came out. <laughs> Bought one of those newer. Atasco. That's it. Remember when it was brand new? Sold them to the Confederate troops. <laughs> <laughs> I and only delivered those. That's it all. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. He was too young to sell the gun. He, he was, just <laughs> he the was under 18 then. I just drove the buggy. Yeah. <laughs> The short buggy. <laughs> he had the stronger t- uh, mule team. <laughs> Could carry more weight. I got your mule team. <laughs> Anyways, back on topic. Oxen. Yeah. Ooh, shiny. Uh huh. With both those platforms in in the rimfire calibers, the firing pin is designed to make contact with the rim of the cartridge. If the cartridge is not there, the firing pin makes contact with the backside of the chamber. It physically impacts it. So the more you dry fire it, the more you damage the firing pin. Yeah, the firing pin, whether it be aluminum or steel, was designed to drop on a brass. Yes. A very soft, pliable metal. Yes. Don't drop it on steel. Mm-hmm. That's you not know? the scary part, though. The scary part is that you can replace a firing pin, but you know what you're also doing? You're peening the edge of your chamber, so now your cartridge may not go in there. Yeah. And if it does, it might not come back out again. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know what's a real pain in the buttocks? Tearing a rim off of a 22 long rifle cartridge inside the chamber. There is nothing more annoying to have to find a way to get out in the middle of your day at the range where you only brought the 22 mm-hmm. than a torn off rim. Yep, your day's done. Thank you for the safety tips. That's Not what we problem. wanted. We wanted to go over those. We wanted to make sure we talked about 22s, and we we have to have the 22 talk. You should listen. It is great at the shop. Anytime a 22 comes out of the case, Earl could be in the back office. <laughs> there could smell be, it. There could be like a third-level salesman out front, and when somebody says, could I take a look at that, when it comes up off the glass shelf, Ed's, Earl's head comes up and goes, is that a 22? Is he going to dry fire that thing? What's going on out there? I'm going to go take a look. He knows. He knows. And he goes out there, and he, he educates and uh, takes care of the firearms. So that it's a snap caps and 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. a it's well, center fire firearms and different calibers. You can dry fire them to your heart's content. Sure. You're, you're not damaging anything. Yeah. In fact, for accuracy and for practice, I promote dry fire practice. Getting used to 
the trigger op- operation and how the how the pistol feels while it's being activated, but not with a rimfire. What I'd like to do is give you what this article has about the top six rimfire pistols. The top six rimfire pistols. This is compiled by somebody else. We're going to give you uh, the, their opinion. Uh, I'm going to tell you what kind of firearms there are. We're going to tell you what kind of price range you're looking at. Then when we're done with that, we're going to come back through and give you our opinion on which which six or excuse me which uh, top rimfire pistols there are. Because some of these are great, but some oh, of these yes. are just not in the the entry category. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. There, there's quite a few that are quality across the board, and then you look at the price tag. Yeah, and you know what I think, rimfire pistol, I, I'm thinking um, this is a practice pistol. This is a learning pistol. There, This is a fun day at the range. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because now, now that you're able to start finding 22 long rifle ammo again mm-hmm. at a halfway decent price, I, I, I believe... The days of two cent round, two cent ammo for is gone. It's like gasoline. It's, it's like gas. Yeah, yeah gas. It, it never comes back. It'll we'll never see ninety nine cents a gallon no. again. Once they knew we were willing to spend this much, they're never exactly. going to bring it back down. Exactly. So, uh, now so I'm going to give you this list from number one through number six. They're in no particular order of favoritism or value. Please remember, you, you this make is, no endorsements. Of this their is no endorsements. Sequence. No sequence. This is clearly for entertainment purposes. Please no wagering. So, here we go. Number one is the high standard Sport King. This is a, a simple, high, just simple rifle, uh, or excuse me, simple pistol. Uh, high standard has been around for many, many years. Uh, G- German design. Uh, let's see. Carl Gustav Swabilius purchased the Hartford Arms and Equipment Company in 1932. Began making 22 caliber pistols. Few people. Would have imagined that they would go on to build both world-class target pistols and a preferred assassination handgun of the OSS in World War II. Uh, history gun, history nuts, owner, uh, see me, Francis Barek, and the author revel in the old-world quality of the high-standard Sport King pistol. I, I believe Carl was Swiss. Sw- okay, did I say German? Is there German? I'm sorry. Swiss. Sorry. It, uh, and he, may, Swiss. He, he might have designed another... Another gunner two being with the name Carl Gustav. Yes, yes. Yeah. this Swedish K. Swedish, my Carl Gustav preferred yeah. semi-automatic, <laughs> <laughs> nine millimeter. Uh, featuring a quick change, fixed barrel design, and crisp single action trigger, the Sport King was light years ahead of its time. Each gun was milled from a single block of steel and just oozes quality. Thankfully, used models can be purchased for a song, especially if they have a rough-looking exterior. You'll usually see these in the three to five hundred dollar range. Now, this is a great little gun, and if you can find it, it's great for your little twenty-two collection. But we're going to, as as I said, we're going to talk about our opinion on some twenty-two sport rifles. For now, we're going to give you the opinion of the author. In fact, I'm going to give you the author's name. Good guy, uh, Jim Grant uh, from Guns.com. Jim did a wonderful job researching all of this. So the first one is the high standard Sport King 22 pistol runs between three and 500 bucks. Um, it's, it's got a, let me say like a Luger angle. It's got the, the, the mm-hmm. Luger angle on the pistol grip. So it's the high angle. Uh, I think it's, a it was that 17 degree. I think that it's a 17 degree know. grip it's, on the Luger. Very, I didn't um, bring my protractor. Didn't bring a protractor. Um, <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a break. We're going to see if we can find Kevin's protractor, and we'll get back to you here on the Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. See you after the break. I'm not digging his briefcase. 
With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. President Obama phoned the three Americans being hailed as heroes for subduing a gunman on a train headed for Paris. One of the men was treated at a French hospital for a hand injury suffered during the struggle. Afghan authorities say a suicide car bomber attacked a NATO convoy in Afghan's capital today, killing at least 12 people, including three American contractors. Professional skydivers and a fellow Army Golden Knight paid tribute to a military parachutist killed last week by skydiving at his funeral. Master Sergeant Corey Hood died after colliding with another parachutist during an air show in Chicago. And plummeting oil prices are giving travelers a bit of a break as the summer driving season winds down. GasBuddy.com puts the average price of a gallon of regular gasoline at $2.61 nationwide, over 80 cents cheaper than a year ago. This is SRN News. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean... SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from... SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. kel See the KSG in action at YouTube slash kel Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for ar-15 ar-10 and ak-47 style rifles for nearly three decades gun tech usa has been producing the finest quality pistol grips rail systems scope mounts slings compensators flash hiders hand guards iron sights and more Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. 
You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Keltech Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Looking around the room, I see one, two, three, three gun tech watches this week in the audience. Well, that's how many in the studio. In the audience, like anybody in the audience, there's one in the audience. Holding up two, <laughs> two and three in the audience. Thank you very much for wearing your gun tech watches. Thank you very much. There'll be a door prize for you on the way out, actually. See Earl. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Anytime. And you've got some of those beard clippings left? Maybe. Okay, there we go. He's actually got the stuff that was making your roof leak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah oh, let me tell you, listen, I had to I had to rubber glove up. That was fern. <laughs> fern. I had to rubber glove up. Uh, cause I went up there the first time while the opera, where the, the boom lift was still working and, and came back down and, and, and went and bought rubber gloves. It like, <laughs> it's, it's this like is a, slimy. Yeah, this is, this is nasty. And it was, uh, we, we, we figured about 12, 13 years worth of it, uh, depending on yeah. the. Uh, it's probably the first time the gutters have yeah, been cleaned since the cleaned. building was built. Ever been clean? So it was, uh, it was ewy. It was icky. When we when we would take it and throw it to the ground, from about 20, yeah, that's what the noise it made. <laughs> about what it, it made like. a splatter noise. It made a uh, uh, when when an airplane clears its tanks and it lands on the planes, uh, the uh, the ballast tanks near the bathroom. <laughs> so when the giant airplane poopy okay, hits the floor, okay. we get the picture. We right. get the picture. That's that's what we got. It's so. So intense that there's still some spots in the back where nobody's touched it yet. They're like, I don't know. You should, you should mail some to your landlord. I could, I could, but but then she would know I didn't clean it on time. <laughs> oh, no, I cleaned that last year. Don't worry. Okay, um, we know you're scarred for life. Yeah, move on. Moving on. Number one was the high standard sport king. Oh, let me interrupt you again. Oh, he wants me to move on. Move, move on. Move on. on. Hurry up and wait. It's, yeah. it's what we do. You, you yeah. were in the military. You're used to this. Yep. Hurry up and wait. Yep. Hurry up and wait. Yep. yep. Oh wait. Four oh seven. Seven seven four eight two five five. If you want to get a hold of us here at the old arms room radio, it's four zero seven 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 four talk. That's his way of payback. <laughs> Still got thunder. You forgot to mention this list of pistols that we're going over is for NRA bullseye matches. Something to to get your feet wet in some competition shooting. Yeah, yeah. The, the base, and they're all twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two rimfire matches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Needing to hold at least five rounds. Of uh, no magnification. Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. Yep. Uh, three, there's three parts of fire consisting in the competition. There's slow fire, timed fire, and then rapid fire, where you have just a few uh, short time period. But speed comes second to precision. So that's one of the things that is going to pertain to all of these pistols. Is these are more for precision than for rapid firing. Excellent point. Excellent point. Thank you. Thank you. The second one on the list is the Ruger Mark II or Mark III. Oh yes, those are nice. Uh, the uh, the author's Mark III uh, is is a stainless. Uh, what do they call it? it has a slab side. Sl- sl- what slab side? Yeah, slab side. Okay. Uh, Ruger gets a bad rap for being one of the least expensive options for for new bullseye shooters, but they offer a tremendous amount of value and flexibility. The one thing I do like about this Ruger gun is that it is a uh, still currently available 
model right off the shelf. It's they're they're made new today. Still, yeah, still yeah. in production. Still in production. Come in today. There's a couple different kinds. Um, they make a lightweight one now, which is mm-hmm. just you know it's. Uh, I mean, you pick it up and you almost throw it through the roof because you you thought it was going to be heavier when they handed it to you. They make them with the fluted barrels. They make them with the shorter barrels. Make them with threaded barrels. They make them with high sights, low sights, uh, high sights they, if you wanted they to make put it aftermarket aluminum uppers. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a whole industry for those. We saw those at. Um, is that Shot Show or NRA? Both, or both of them. Okay, um, great, great guns. The the, the aftermarket uh, opportunities for out there for this gun are are are, are voluminous, and it is readily suppressible. Readily suppressible, yeah, yes, because they do sell them in a threaded variety. They do factory, factory yes. set up in a threaded. Yeah. In variety. fact, this is the one uh, that I use to train my daughter on is the Ruger. Um, uh, the 2245. Yes. It's the, the Mark II, Mark III has the angled grip of the Luger, mm-hmm. which is that 17-degree. I might be wrong. I, I didn't it, look it, I did not look it up right. on a break. When we we the, couldn't find out the, the okay. Kevin's protractor. So. Okay. <laughs> the, the 2245, I think, is more like 11. It's 11-degree because it's the uh, 1911 angle. Yep. Uh, so, and that's the one we use, I, I have, is the 1911 angle with the 2245 threaded barrel and it has a. I keep a, a 22 suppressor on it. Very inexpensive 22 suppressor. Uh, we'll, we can, we'll talk again towards the end of the program, the end of this hour, how to get a suppressor um, briefly. And I use it for training with my daughter. What I like about it is it, where she's learning the firearm safety. Uh, and because it's a 22 and it's suppressed, we can do it without any ear, ear protection whatsoever. And right? carrying a conversation like we're having. It, it is. It is. Uh, uh, it is conversational volume. You it's clearly not, have not spoken to her lately. <laughs> you must talk louder than that. I to get, do all the time. It's not a matter well, of hearing. Over her. It's yes, a matter yes. of listening. Mm-hmm. See, uh, Earl, Earl yeah. raised a boy. Yeah, he, I understand. He just says, son, and and, right. and immediately stops. Right. You and I raise girls, so and it's we just... We go daughter, yeah, and that's like we get run over Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. That's the difference. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say something, Dad? Yeah, I said I'm not giving you any gas money. Yeah, that's yeah always works. That's all right, Dad. I already have your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> laugh it up, fuzzball. It's true. Laugh, laugh it up. Not you, oh, him. Him. Yeah. There's a salute that I get from my staff now. It's the way my family asks me for money, and it's kind of a flip of the oh, hand. Yes. And one of my new staff members did that, not realizing that. That's a sign in my family, and I reflexively reached for my wallet, and everybody was looking at me, and I went, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> they have you trained well. I tell you what, it's conditioning. It's very Pavlovian. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the the Ruger. I stopped doing that. He's doing the flip to me. Got it out. The on the count of three, everyone. <laughs> The, the Ruger Mark III, Mark II. I'm also going to include the Ruger 2245 on there, which is part of that family of yes, firearms. Yes. And I I cheated a little bit. I looked ahead at the list, and to the best of my knowledge, I would say the Ruger probably has the most aftermarket availability of anything on this list. Yes. Yeah. Uh, price range. This here says 389 to 729. You get into 729, you're getting a uh, a gold plated target version, I believe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this, it's like yeah, it's a of... it's a 18 inch barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This gun should cost you uh, 300 used, 400 new to you know no more than the 500 dollar range with with, yeah, with a couple of mags. Yeah, with, with, with a couple, couple of mags. mags. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number three, 
the Browning Buckmark, these are, uh, if I'm correct, Earl, these are no longer in production, the Buckmarks. That I am not sure of. That's, that's, um, I think that's because the CIA used most of them during <laughs> Vietnam to do the same thing that the OSS was doing during World War II. No, you don't want to take... I, yes, yes. Kevin is correct with that. That's not. That's not. That's not. Uh, you know, Kevin falsehood. That's that's a true fact. Um, th- I believe the Browning Mark Mark two of the models are still in uh, production, but they're the higher end models. Okay. If I recall, I remember looking them up for somebody recently. Um, Browning Buck Mark's great gun. It's it's a heavier gun. When you put it in your hand, the weight's on the barrel. You can feel the weight in the grip, but it but it's a steady. Yes, every heavy weight. It's perfectly balanced. All the models I've seen have had a very. Uh, Heavy bull barrel on it. Yes, thank you. Uh, roughly, uh, and <laughs> evidently this one is much more narrow in the price range, somewhere in the 550 to the 580 price range. <laughs> if, you can, if you pay no. 580 for it, you got ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, Browning, five, five, 580, you're good. 585. Uh, yeah. I've seen used Browning Buckmarks as low as uh, 275, 300. I've seen the decked out models in you know 1500 dollars. Mm-hmm. So a Browning Buckmark is a good one. It's a heavier model. May not want to be the first one you you, you pick up when you're you're getting into the the 22s. The fourth one, Smith and Wesson Model 41. This is a classic. This is this is a classic. I had, and that is a crazy accurate pistol. Yes, yes. it is. I had growing up was, was a Smith and Wesson 422, and the 422 was kind of the Generic, no-frills version, uh, 22 long rifle for Smith. Um, early 80s, I think it was, release was out 10, 15 years. You could still find some some models of it, and it was just a great little uh, plinking gun. Uh, the 41 is, uh, is, is designed with the 105-degree grip. No, that's I think that's supposed to be ten point five, one hundred and five degrees. Ten point five degree grip. I, I don't, I don't know. So. Well, so, remember ninety degrees. Is yeah. So this is ten point five degree. Yeah. It's so a, depends yeah, on where you started your angle from. That's right. It, yeah. It, but you'd have to read it from the other direction. That's right. Yeah. I, I, think, that's what five yeah. Three. I think, think they started it from yeah the, yeah the, the, the wrong side. Um, it's the same grip as the. 1911, which is going to be the 11 degree grip. So this says 10 and a half. So the 10 and a half, 11 degree grip is the 1911. This has that same grip size. Uh, it's the same as the Smith again 422 that uh, you've probably seen before. I have seen that gun shot at 25 feet, where all 10 rounds went through almost the same hole. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. More top rim fire guns when we get back to you. But you weren't shooting, were you? <laughs> I was. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean... SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from... SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? 
then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10 percent off. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. So far, we've given you of our top uh, six rimfire pistols for competition bullseye shooting, according to author Jim Grant. Number one, the High Standard Sport King. Number two, the Ruger Mark II, Mark III, and we added the Ruger 2245 to that. The Browning Buck Mark, which we've confirmed is either still in production or being reproduced. Yeah, one or the other. One or the other, but it's, it's available, and, readily and there, available. There's quite a few different uh, models of it, too. Okay. What's the price range? Uh, give me one second. Let's see here. And then we also found that the Smith & Wesson Model 41... Found out some interesting facts. The original Model 41 looks like it went out of production in 1992, but it also appears, though, it's come back in Smith's new retro series, and you can get them now, and they run somewhere in the $1,300 range, $1,300 to $1,400 range. So that's a that's a big chunk to bite off to, to for, for a 22. So you, you wanna, really, really, really... Work up to that. Yeah, you really better be sure you want to be in the bullseye competition uh, circuit when you buy this gun for the Browning Buckmark MSRP varies from high threes to mid fives. Okay, so Buckmark's so far uh, 
leading the way there on on the best uh, best bang for the buck. Uh, 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 how about that? Mm, uh, uh, uh. That was uh, funny. Number five, oh, according funny. to the author, and number six, I'm going to briefly mention, and then we're going to move on because oh, these are no- you need to mention the Walther because you know why. Because the stinking triggers and salt upside down. <laughs> you ever shoot one of those things? Yes. It's the dangest thing ever. Yep. It hinges on the bottom. The Walter GSP. Looks like something Han Solo would shoot. Uh, it has the uh, the and, magazine forward of the trigger of the trigger well. And shoot first. Well, that's not the thing that was weird. The trigger <laughs> is hinged on the bottom of the trigger guard. Interesting. Kevin, what's wrong with the trigger again? What's? Can you it's tell me? Upside down. The trigger is, is upside. Right. It's a, it's, I'm telling you. Maybe it was designed to be one of those upside down shooting pistols, like uh, Tombstone style. That's oh, you mean like Rushy Bell and yeah. the, and the flip from the Missouri flip that there you go. that uh, Josie Whale used? Yeah. Okay. Try try getting me again with a reference to a movie. So try. <laughs> go ahead. I've seen them all. Okay. But can he remember them? Yeah. There you go. And uh, number six uh, is the 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 Hammerly SP20. <laughs> This is also this is this the kind of gun you would see on uh, uh, an Olympics future yeah, space shoot. This, this is, is uh, somebody high end. They're they're serious into their competition. Yeah, we're talking about. I'm trying to give. We're, we, what we want you to have is the best knowledge, the best information on a gun that you could go pick up today at a gun show. By the way, if you're looking for a gun show to go to, oh, you know any? There's a gun show out in Claremont, Mineola this weekend at 800 North US 27 at the Mineola City Hall. It's uh, on Highway 27, three miles north of Highway 50 uh, in in Mineola. So if you're in the Central Florida area, head over there. I think it's NewFloridaGunShows.com. You can get coupons and stuff and, and yes. take a look at the gun show. But this is the kind of place to go pick up one of these used pistols. Okay, we're going to go around the room. Kevin, can't say Voltron because you used Voltron last week. Um <laughs> Thunder, so, Thunder Steeler. Thunder <laughs> Let's go with let's go with uh, Kevin first to see what's the, what's the 22 rimfire you're gonna you're, the training gun you can you want to throw out there and if you're and if you're torn we'll give you two. I, I, I appreciate that. I I use two different 22 pistols and we're going semi-auto, not revolver. For, you can go the, revolver if you want I, to. You know, I, I like the Smith and Wesson series of 22 revolvers. I, I like those guns because they're a great training platform mm-hmm. to teach somebody to shoot economically. Because I taught myself to shoot starting with a revolver. Yeah, yeah listen, I'm agreed. Learning on a revolver is like learning to drive a stick first. Right. It, you, it's, you learn it's, all the fundamentals. Yeah. It's, it's not when, a slidey gun. Yeah. As my wife would say, a slidey gun. It's not a slidey um, gun. But if I I have two different semi-automatic 22s that I use pretty much interchangeably when I'm teaching people to shoot, depending on what they plan to get as their as their personal defense weapon. One's a 22 Mosquito because mechanically it, mm-hmm. it's a yep. it's a Sig 250, and uh, the other is a P22 because I was able to change out the follower and I can add two additional shells to those magazines, so it's a 12 round gun. Very nice. I. Excellent choice. It's you know the, I I have them both fitted with threaded barrels so I can teach somebody to shoot, still be able to have communication with them without hearing protection and they are, I mean they're not Hollywood quiet they're no Voltron but they're right. they're they're safe they're you know probably a hundred and twenty three hundred and twenty four decibels. And, yeah. And starting someone off uh, shooting a suppressed pistol is much nicer and easier 
so you're not thrown in the deep end of the pool. You're not getting used to the hand, the pistol recoiling in your hand and the loud gunshot noise all at the same time. Yeah, 454 Casul is your first. <laughs> yeah, probably not the best choice. No, 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 no. no. That would be uh-huh. from Marlboro Man. Uh-huh. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We did have a gentleman this week come in several times looking to see if we had any 454s in, though. Yes. Yes, he did. He ended up, uh, we ended up uh, finding him uh, something that he needed. Mm-hmm. So. All right, Alec. A glove. We're coming over to you. <laughs> Kevin, is there anything you want to write down and slide across the table to Alec no, before no, I ask him the no, question? I'm gonna, okay. I'm, you know what? Screech ass. Alec, 22 starter pistol. I've used both of Kevin's 22s, and they're nice. Okay. I have an MK3. And there's one reason why I like it. My wife will shoot it. Oh, there you go. See, that's it. That's... What's an MK3? I'm sorry. The, the Ruger Mark III. The Ruger Mark III. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's all right. MK... <laughs> I'm all right with MK. We, I've, I've referred well, to it as the MK myself. It's a Martin Luther King three. Uh, <laughs> so that's the MLK three. You had to do it, didn't you? Yeah. That's a different gun completely. Uh, and those prices range wildly. Uh, See, the MK3, the Mark III, mm-hmm. is a great gun. Uh, they... They're, they're wonderful, and that's the one, well, again, I use for my actually, daughter. And I, I love him like the son I never wanted, but it, it's actually a, a twenty two forty five, <laughs> and, and I didn't give it to him. I, it, he, he acquired it completely on his own, but it, it you, is a twenty two. left it in your desk. No, no I didn't. I did not. He, he got that from somewhere else, but okay. it's a twenty two forty five. but it is a very nice twenty two forty five. Great gun. Good choice. Excellent choice. Uh, that was... That was one of mine, so it makes my decision a little bit easier. But we're going to, as we continue to go around the room. You're welcome. And we move to Mr. Mr. Earl. <laughs> going from the list, uh, my, my top choice of everything that we mentioned is the uh, Ruger Mark II or III, um, primarily for the aftermarket availability. It's true, yeah. Uh, there's just such a wide variety of models available, and you can customize them to your liking. It's virtually unlimited. My personal choice, however, is just because I stumbled across this as a good deal, not nothing, I'm not knocking the Ruger, uh, I picked up a Smith & Wesson Model 22A. It is actually, if you put them side by side, very similar to the Ruger Mark III. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit difference in the grip and uh, magazine release. But other than that, they're very, very similar. And mine has given me no issues. Uh, actually... My wife picked one up very similar, and we both enjoy going to the range, tearing up some Coke cans or something if we find an outdoor range where they allow us to bring our own targets. I have a... I'm, I'm torn. They're both Smiths. Um, the, uh, the Ruger, I have a Ruger 2245, again, and it's a threaded barrel, uh, and it has a suppressor on it. And the reason I do like that one is because it was it's inexpensive. It's, it's off the shelf. Um, I didn't have to do anything to it, uh, and, and I could train my daughter on it. My personal favorite ones, and I, this is more probably for nostalgia than anything else, mm-hmm. the, the that Smith & Wesson 422. You could still buy them, and they got the 422. I think the they called them the 622, and it was a barrel length issue. It's a mm-hmm. um, great great little gun, 22, and it was just, just designed to, to go to the range and have a little plink and fun. Yeah, but you've got like a whole gamut of star 22s. Uh, yeah, but those are more for just the, the collector value. Those are not. I, those would not be a a trainer a... gun. That would not be a, a, a plinker. These are. Those are, you know, two and a half inch, three inch guns. You know, they they look like little nineteen uh, elevens. You have to learn to be accurate. You do. You do. But this is 
This is not the, this would be that'd be the second or third gun I'd put somebody in. The first one I I think would be I'd teach them the automatic on my 422 or the 2245 by Ruger, but I think the the number one gun I'd have to go with would be that Smith and Wesson Model 17, the uh, the K22 Masterpiece series, and they made them for 50 years. You could find one from the from the 30s, or you could find one made you know 20 years ago. They range in price from three four hundred bucks. You'll see them. Uh, you know, some guys want a thousand fifteen hundred dollars on them, depending on how rare they are. This is a gun. I, you know, I'm not a big fan of buying rare guns because I like to shoot my guns. Uh, I like to take them out and be able to shoot them and not have to worry about them decreasing too much in value. I think buying that 22 pistol uh, in, in a revolver teaches somebody how to work a firearm. What was that model number again? The Model 17 K22. You can also get them. Ruger, Ruger has a 22 pistol out right now. Um, Colt has a 22 pistol. There's a lot of them that have good revolver 22 pistols, and these are just for going to the range. I've got an old Harrington and Richardson nine shot, uh, and I know you've got one just like that. <laughs> They're great guns. Yeah. They're They're all steel. You you can go out and drive nails with the butt and then go shoot with it. And it's a revolver. I don't have to worry about, oh, it's the wrong amount of oil to be working this twenty two. Is it going to cycle? I really think the revolver is the place to start with it. You know, I've I've got a search going on for one of the old Smith & Wesson kit guns that can be converted from 22 Magnum to 22 Revolver in double action. If you have one, call me. (laughs) You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Don't forget to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. See you at the top of the hour. From the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Doing good. That's good, good. Listen, we we, uh, we want to talk to you today. Uh, we, or we just got done talking to you today about some 22s. Some 22s. And, and Earl, did you, did, we didn't give the roundup. Did you give the roundup? Did we give the roundup? What was everybody's favorite? Yes. One last time around the table? The 22. The 22? <laughs> the 22? The Derringer. We went with the 22. The 22. Yes. Uh, Kevin, your 22 favorite was... I think I'm going to go with a mosquito, now, but that's 22 long rifle. 22 long rifle, correct, correct. We're going to go 22 magnum. I, I, I kind of like my PMR 30 I shot the other day that just was just totally wickedly accurate. Well, Al, Alec, you went with the Mark, Mark excuse three. Me, the, with the Mark three, the 2245. That's right. That's the one you have. The the the, the wife likes to shoot it. That's right. And anything uh, to get her to shoot. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know the hardest part about taking her to shoot is getting her to reload her own magazines. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's empty. Fill it. Yeah, that's the same. That's the same with mine. Don't that, worry. That's hurdy on my thumb. Yep, yep. Uh, Earl, your, yours, yours was the Smith twenty two eight. Yeah, okay. A Alpha. And I went with the uh, the the Smith uh, model seventeen series, the K twenty two masterpiece. Okay, we just want to make sure I had the roundup because we kind of left a little bit early on that last one. Wanted to give that to you. And if you give me a couple minutes, you can check out our Facebook page, 
Facebook.com slash Arms Room Radio, and I will be putting up photos. Just oh, perfect. Stock, yeah, stock, stock photos. photos. Yeah, the, yeah. These aren't our actual actual pistols. This is just right. uh, something that I found to represent all of the models that we're picking. Perfect, perfect. Well, let me quickly, let's go back around the table. Let's uh, let's make sure everybody knows who the players are here. We have, on my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Oh, yeah. Just like that. Cross for me, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja himself. Please welcome back Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. His samurai sidekick, Alec R. Weber. T. R. Weber. Alec Weber, Esquire. Sir. Sir. And we thank him for being here. Yeah, there's some other people in the building. There's a new surfer in the building also today. I don't know if you guys got to meet her. The new surf girl, she uh, came to work with me today. It's it's follow your your dad to work day. <laughs> so so I do have to I do have to say hello to my daughter Rachel. She's doing the onboard. <laughs> She's now. surfing she, in the production. She studio. learned she learned to surf this week, so we're very proud of her. We're very very proud of her. Um, hey, we talked uh, we talked to. Uh, Last hour, how I had gone up to the Georgia Carey Convention. It was a wonderful event. Got to meet some great people up there. Um, there, there were. Uh, uh, it, was, it was just. It was all. It was. You know, the best part, Kevin, was open carry. It was. It was open carry up there, and it was. It was strange. I saw the tweet. It was. It was. Um, or was that an Instagram? It, I was. It, it was. Might have been a Pinterest. I don't know. It might have been. <laughs> it might no, have been a Pinterest. No. I'm not going to give you credit is. for you being a Pinterest. <laughs> Uh, the weirdest part, you know, my, I put on my open carry, my wife put on her open carry, and we were like, yes, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to go downstairs. We're going to open carry. And I walked out of the hotel room, and it was like taking two steps into a nudist colony and going, <laughs> can't do it. Got to go back inside. Got to, I got to conceal. Got to conceal. And put them back in, went concealed, went downstairs to the event. Everybody was open carrying, and then finally... Finally, went open carry, but it was. I, uh, I never knew you to be self conscious. You know, I have I have experienced that when we were in Arizona, and and I did open carry, but I also concealed carry. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. This is the one you can see. I'm not going to tell you about the one you can't see. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was definitely unique, and it was definitely uh, exciting. And um, I know the guys at Florida Carry are working on this for us also. That's one of the things we're going to talk about. In fact, on the line with us right now, we've got Eric Friday. Eric is general counsel for Florida Carry. How are you doing today, Eric? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. No problem, sir. Thank you for joining us. Um, Eric, we got a couple of things we want to talk about. we only got about two, three minutes before we have to hit break here, so I hope you got some time to hang out with us. But one sure. of the things I did want to talk to you about was the, uh, was the campus carry. Uh, and, and what's the progress going on in campus carry? Well, the bill has been refiled this year. Uh, legislative committee hearings will start in a few weeks, uh, and then the session will actually start first part of January. Uh, the session's a little earlier this year because uh, starting this year in election years, the legislature's going to be earlier than it typically does. But uh, the, both the House and Senate side bills have been filed, and we're ready to fight again to get campus carry. We we were doing well last year. We had bipartisan support uh, in the House. Had several Democrats came out and told their own stories. One one uh, one Democrat uh, representative uh, told her own story about stopping 
a sexual assault when she was in college because she was armed. And we're going to be reminding the the members of that issue and of all the attacks we've had on Florida campuses over the past year. And these students have a right to defend themselves. Yeah, and not just Florida campuses, you know, campuses nationwide, just you know, showing the, the need for, for being able to carry a firearm legally. Absolutely. We've got uh, seven states now, I believe, that are that are have campus carry. Not one of them have had the problems that everybody claims will happen the minute you let guns on a college campus. Oh, you know, it's the same thing when we in '87 when if when we were if we were going to allow uh, concealed carry, everybody was going to start shooting each other all over the place during for for whatever reasons. It's the same argument for open carry. If we have open carry, people are just going to start grabbing each other's guns and shooting people in the in the line at the supermarket, and none of none of it has come to fruition. And that's what's so disappointing to me is after you know nearly 30 years now of concealed carry, of many states going open carry, I keep hearing these claims of these dangers and these things that are going to happen if we allow this new law to pass or we allow that new law to pass to liberalize gun laws. We're going to have all these tragedies, but every time it passes in the state, it doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's- yeah, they don't like it when you put the truth in front of them. You know, don't let the truth be an obstacle to what I really want to have happen, which is to take everybody's guns. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, the, the the League of Women Voters, they've uh, t- tell me how now. And I was I was talking to uh, Sean earlier this week from uh, Sean Carana, the ex- your executive director there. How the League of Women Voters is is turning into a anti gun group here against campus carry. Well, I I wouldn't call them just an anti gun group. I would call them an anti civil rights group. Uh, they are they are fighting what I consider to be a war on women. They are trying to stop women from being able to defend themselves. They're telling women that you can't possibly have the capability to defend yourself. Um, one of my favorite quotes was that God may have made, made, made all men, but Samuel Colt made them equal. <laughs> Samuel Colt made women the equal of men as well. Yeah, yeah I know a couple of lady new, brand-new lady rangers like to have a conversation with them about whether they're equal or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hey, Eric, listen, we're up against the break. When we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit more about what's going on with Campus Carry. I understand you had a, had a nice ruling in Tallahassee this week also, and then we want to hit some other topics if, you're, if you could stick around with us. Absolutely, guys. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Keltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Keltech. See the RDB in action at YouTube slash Keltech Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, 
When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off off. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the kel Studios. Call the Arms Room hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the kel Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Hey, on the line with us is Eric Friday. Eric, you still with us there? I am. The, yeah, I'm here. I'm General Counsel for Florida Carry. Thank you, sir. Mr. Eric Friday, General Counsel for Florida Carry. And that's FloridaCarry.org. Get on FloridaCarry.org. You can see what's going on with Florida Carry, and uh, you can follow follow all the events. You can you can, uh, you can can become a member. Uh, let's see, a current member, something like 35,000, I think the last count I heard was. So it's uh, I think that's about right. About, about right. So the numbers are up there, but we still need more. And you, one of the reasons need more is because of uh, the litigation you have to do. You just had some litigation this week going against uh, the city of Tallahassee. Yep. We uh, we had filed suit against Tallahassee. Uh, they still had two ordinances on the book that were books that were preempted. And they had a meeting back in January, and the... Three or excuse me, yeah, three of the four commissioners and the mayor all spoke out publicly and said that they were not going to follow their attorney's advice to repeal the law that, and that they understood they were violating state preemption, but that they didn't like the law and so they weren't going to comply with it. Even though the law uh, was at seven ninety thirty three is clear and it says Florida, the only only gun laws shall come from the state and that they can be held individually liable if they refuse to abide by the law. That's correct and. Yeah, we had so we had three commissioners plus the mayor refusing to listen to their own attorney 
and to their own police chief who told them that he could not guarantee that his officers would not enforce this law because if his officers pulled up the ordinance code, they were going to see it and they were likely to enforce it. And it, it needed to be repealed. Now, let me ask you this. I've got two attorneys sitting in the room with me here. You're general counsel for Florida Carry. Do you find it's best when people ignore attorney's advice? It usually does not work out too well for you. When when your own <laughs> attorney's telling you you're about to lose, it's generally a good idea to listen to. Yeah. I, I usually get paid better <laughs> when, when they decide not to do what their attorneys tell them. Well, you know, when, when, I, when I hear it's a matter of principle, that usually means double the retainer. Yeah, right. exactly right. That's, <laughs> we're we're going to test exactly how much you think your principles are worth, sir. <laughs> uh, so what's the next step there in, in Tallahassee? The judge ruled uh, on Thursday that he granted. He uh, ruled that he was going to grant summary judgment in our favor. Um, there's some issues that he was not prepared to rule on. Uh, some discrete issues re- regarding the individual personal liability of the commissioners individually. Uh, he's re- he's taking some time to make a decision on that. But as to the issue of whether or not these ordinances violate preemption, uh, he's told Tallahassee they're going to have to take these things off the books. And they're going to have to pay for their decision to fight this case. Now, if, if I'm listen, I'm just thinking, uh, thinking like a regular guy here. If while he's taking his taking his time to decide, if these commissioners come back and say, you know what, I no longer want to contest it, is that is that going to get them off scot free? Uh, too little, too late. Okay. <laughs> once once the judge makes a ruling, uh, the fact that you decide to go ahead and comply with the ruling is just before he sign, actually signs the order does not get you off the hook. Yeah, you're still in contempt. What were what were those two ordinances? Do you recall recall what they were? Um, one and, and the in, one of them was passed back in I believe 1957, and I can't remember which one was which. But one involved discharge within the city limits of Tallahassee. Okay. Um, the second one, and interesting about the second one, the other one involved discharge discharge of firearms in city parks. Okay. Which actually is illegal under state law unless right. you're doing it in self-defense correct but the city was uh, the city's ordinance didn't even have a did not even have an exception for in lawful self-defense so, it so that's the problem on t- it was violating state law on two different grounds sure but the interesting thing was was one of these two laws was actually passed in 1988 in other words a year after the legislature told them to quit passing laws <laughs> And it was that it was that exact type of conduct that caused the legislature to finally pass the penalties for preemption in 2011 because so many cities and counties were continuing to knowingly violate the law. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's weird because this is this is Tallahassee. This wasn't like this was in Everglades City, and they didn't get the memo. You know, this is you're right there. You, you got the copy of the new laws. It, you can still smell the ink. <laughs> yeah. Well, and. Well, and the other thing is, Florida Carry has had a policy from day one. We have never sued any city, any county, any agency, or any person for violation of preemption without giving them ample warning and opportunity to correct the issue. We've had counties that have taken you know six or eight weeks after being notified to pass it, but or after being notified to repeal their laws, but in those cases. You know, they said, well, our, our ordinances require us to have two meetings. We only meet once a month, and we don't have time to get on the next agenda. And we've always said, as long as you're willing to put out something today saying we're not enforcing this, and you work at some – show some good faith towards getting this law repealed, we're not going to come in and, play, and sue you and play gotcha games. 
That's not what we're about. That's not what we want to do. We have no interest in taking money from the taxpayers, which is what happens in some of these cases. Sure. This is about getting compliant and getting right with the law and giving them every opportunity to do so, not about, again, taking up your time, taking up the, the city's time, taking up the state's time. This is about getting right with the law and, and being, and being uh, uh, compliant with preemption. Absolutely. But once we file... You know, I've incurred, I've, I've lost time on other cases I could have worked on, and we've paid filing fees, and once we file, it's going to cost you. Right, right. Um, can you talk to us about what happened in uh, Tampa recently? I think it was back in June. We had a had a, a Florida carry member who was at the open carry fishing event and uh, had a little run-in with the Tampa Police Department. Yeah. Uh, for those people who don't know, we have on the second Saturday of every month, we have Second Amendment Saturday, and at various locations throughout the state, Florida carry members go fishing, and they openly carry while fishing. And we have very strict guidelines for our sponsored events. Uh, for example, we don't allow the carrying of long guns at our sponsored events because we are trying to make a statement, but we don't want to, be, to appear threatening either. Um, so we had one of our members was at our open carry fishing event in Tampa on the second Saturday in June, and an officer, without announcing himself or announcing his presence, walks up behind our member and grabs the gun in his shoulder holster uh, <laughs> without warning. Right. Yeah, listen, not, not a smart thing to do that, either. That's a great way to get a gunshot wound. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it, it's, it's not smart, and it's not, it, it shows a complete lack of respect to the citizenry to act that way to somebody who's completely within the law. And so this happened, and they detained this gentleman for approximately 70 minutes. During that time, they seized both the guns he had on him. They forced him to allow the search of his vehicle. They seized a third gun from his vehicle. We believe they ran the serial numbers and made a record of all of his guns. They then went into his cell phone and started going through his contacts and his GPS data. Yeah, that's a constitutional violation right there. And began asking him questions about... He was the last person at the event. They began asking him questions about who else was at the event, who else had he been uh, speaking with or associating with while he was out there, uh, and, and basically in an effort to try and gain further information about our members, which is courts have ruled is protected and confidential information. And so while doing all of this, um, they were c- trying to get in touch with the city attorney, found out that the guy was not breaking the law, wasn't doing anything wrong, were instructed to release them, but instead of just releasing our member, they decided to issue a trespass warning and tell him he could not enter a Tampa park for the next year. <laughs> because he was a law-abiding citizen, we no longer want you back. Absolutely. We're arresting you because we're arresting you. you know, fortunately, they, did not arre- they never actually arrested him. They detained him for 70 minutes uh, and then released him with this trespass warning. Uh, fortunately, he was not arrested, did not have to spend any time in jail or anything and was never charged or prosecuted with anything. Um, but at the same time, it was a detention. It was a deprivation of his Fourth Amendment right to freedom, to be free and to go about his business. And they seized his property and searched his property in, in violation of several recent cases. Yeah, that, that search in the phone without a warrant, it, it just came out, I guess, in June. The Supreme yep. Court of the United States ruled you can't do that. Yep. That, that's a and 1983 so violation. I would remind anybody that... Uh, that might have to be in such a situation. That's why you have a passcode on your phone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And listen, these these events, these this, these Florida carry open, excuse me, the open carry fishing events. This is not something you, you spring up in Tampa and go, aha, city of Tampa. These are coordinated with the city, with the police department, with all the people at every level over there ahead of time. This is not a, an aha event. And it's been going on for a while. 
we've been doing these since late 2010, early 2011, and depending on where, what location you're talking about. And uh, around May of 2013 or 2014, the city attorney actually told us, you don't need to keep contacting us every month. We're aware. We know. Our officers are trained. We got this covered. You're good. Yep. Sounds like a little gap in the training issue there. Don't. I, I, I think that I think that's exactly the problem. Yep. They, they, they saw it every month and got complacent and then uh, decided they were going to do a little aha uh, going on there. Okay. That's good. And I will say this is the first case we've ever had at one of our fishing events where we've had a problem like this. Which, which is which is good. It's unfortunate for the gentleman had to go through it, but it's good that it, you know there is some recognition there's some acknowledgement by the law enforcement by the cities out there and the counties that where these events are going on that it's going that that it's occurring i know we're we're working with you we're trying to find out uh you know perhaps get the radio show out there to one of the orlando events uh uh, coming up in the next couple of months because we'd love to take part in that and help with the education of of open carry and with the spreading the word of florida carry well we would love to have you at any of our events um the one in Jacksonville, the one in Daytona, and the one in Tampa, I know, are regularly uh, regularly occurring every month. Um, I believe Orlando, Fort Myers, and Miami are still going strong as well, though. We will. Uh, we are definitely going to be talking more about it um, for sure. Hey, do you, do you have some more time, Eric? You want to, you want to hold Absolutely. on one more break? Absolutely. Okay. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. We're talking to Eric Friday, General Counsel of Florida Carry. We will talk to you and him when we get back. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. A top provincial official in Iraq's Anbar province says up to 50 soldiers have been killed by Islamic State militants in two separate ambushes in the turbulent region west of Baghdad. The ambush just took place yesterday west of the provincial capital of Ramadi. Three American contractors among at least 12 people killed in a suicide car bombing in Kabul. More than 60 were injured in the attack, which targeted a NATO convoy. The gunman who tried to attack a train headed to Paris yesterday has been positively identified as a 26-year-old Moroccan man. The gunman was subdued by a group of passengers, including three Americans. Lighter winds are helping firefighters gain the upper hand against a series of giant wildfires in north-central Washington. Fire officials say the Ogonicon complex of fires grew to 355 square miles today, about 100 miles bigger than it was yesterday. This is SRN News. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off this is the original the Keltec p3at with six game-changing innovations it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made others may look like it but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance it turned competitors into copycats innovation performance Keltec. 
See the P380 in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean... SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from... SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Dot com. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Staff Sergeant Victor P. Lawrence died August 22, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Lawrence, 34, of Seymour, Tennessee, was assigned to the 3rd Squadron, 278th Armored Cav Regiment, Tennessee National Guard. He was killed when an improvised explosive device detonated near his Humvee during patrol operations in Samara, Iraq. Lawrence didn't enjoy having his picture taken, but his wife is happy she finally managed to convince him last year to sit for some professional photos with his family, she said in 2005. Looking at those pictures a day after learning her husband had been killed in Iraq, Penny Lawrence's voice broke as she recalled telling him, I want the boys to have pictures of their daddy. Lawrence's sons were four four years old and 23 months old when he was killed. He was also a stepfather to two daughters, aged 12 and 9 at his death. Lawrence joined the Army right after he got out of high school. He went on on to serve seven years in the Army before joining the National Guard in 1997. Army Staff Sergeant Victor P. Lawrence, you are not forgotten.
you'd like to get a hold of MaxLawOrlando.com, you can do it on several different ways. First off, MaxLawOrlando.com. You can call us at the office, 407-480-2179. You can reach us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Downtown Attorneys. And you can reach us on Twitter, at MaxLawOrlando. We're joined on the line with Eric Friday from Florida Carry. Eric is the general counsel for Florida Carry, and that's floridacarry.org. If you want to follow along, learn more about the organization, or just stay up to date on what's going on. Eric, how you doing? You back with us? Yes, sir. Eric, what's going to happen in Tampa now that uh, you know he has uh, all everything's been settled down there? What, what's what's the what's the spank going to be on Tampa for to keep them from doing this again? Well, we have filed suit against the city of Tampa and against the individual police officers involved. Uh, we're going to ask the court to hold these police officers responsible for their conduct. We're going to ask the court to hold the city of, or, or city of Tampa responsible for its officers' conduct, and we're going to ask them to compensate this gentleman for the time that he was detained and to make sure this doesn't happen again. Excellent, excellent. How long does something like that usually take to happen when they, for, t- for you to get results back? Uh, it usually takes at least a year minimum, Okay. assuming no appeals. So it's, it's going to be a long road. It, that's just the way our ju- – the, the, the uh, wheels of justice are square, not round, as I like to say. <laughs> yeah, they grind slowly, but they grind very fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll keep up to speed on that. Um, one that you and I did talk about a few months ago was the, uh, the, the Norman versus State case down in St. Lucie County. This was the open carry c- case down there. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, – We've appealed that case to the Florida Supreme Court. We are waiting on a decision from the Supreme Court as to whether or not they are going to hear the case. Uh, It is discretionary as to whether or not they hear the case. The Attorney General did respond to our uh, request and and agreed that it was an appropriate case for the Supreme Court to hear. And so we're just, at this point, we're hopeful that the Supreme Court will address this very important issue that's been unresolved for way too long in the state of Florida. What was to give us the background on that case? Uh, Mr. Norman got his concealed carry permit one day. Uh, he was about 22 years old, if I remember correctly. Um, the day he got his permit, he went walking down the street. Uh, his gun became visible, and somebody called it in. Uh, two police officers drove up on him from opposite directions, conducted a felony stop, proned him out on the ground with guns drawn for what was at worst a second-degree misdemeanor, at, mo- at best, was lawful constitutional carry. Right, and that's and that's the issue here, whether the constitutional carry, whether constitutional carry applies to open carry or if it's concealed carry alone. Well, <clears throat> the Supreme Court's been quite clear that there is no right to concealed carry. Um, Heller, McDonald, the Morby Madigan case have all reaffirmed that concealed carry is was not what the founders intended when they passed the Second Amendment. But they've also repeatedly stated that the right does exist outside the home or or have certainly implied that the right exists outside the home. Uh, even the courts that have ruled against the Second Amendment in various ways have conceded that the right extends outside the home. Um, only a couple of courts that are you know very much outliers have argued that there is no right to carry outside the home. So if there's a right to carry outside the home and concealed carry is not that right, there's only under, uh, only one other way to carry that I know of. <laughs> yeah. Unconcealed or? 
or open. You know, levitation? Yeah. Dimensions, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so waiting to hear back on that, and that's another one that's uh, that's in the hopper. It may take months, a year to hear back from something like that. Yep. Okay, well, Eric, is there anything else? We, we, what, what are we missing? Did I get everything from you this time? Are we are we all out of updates? Uh, the other the other problem we're having is that uh, we've been making a lot of cities and counties take down the no gun signs that uh, they still yes, have sir. around. Yep. But what they're doing is they're taking down the no gun signs and they're putting up signs that say things like "No weapons unless authorized by law" or "No weapons except as allowed by law," and they're trying to mislead people. We actually have a uh, state state government state building complex here in Jacksonville where five out of the or four out of the five buildings in the complex are lawful locations for concealed carriers to carry. One of the locations is a prohibited place and yet they all have the same signs on the doors. Mm-hmm. See I, I don't carry a weapon, I carry a tool. Well, actually, if you carry a gun in Florida, you don't carry a weapon because the definition of weapon as used in chapter 790 specifically excludes firearms. Yep. So weapons and firearms are two distinct things under Chapter 790. But they're trying to be, you know, as ambiguous as possible to 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 make the normal, average, everyday citizen believe. Don't bring your firearm in here. Yep, that's exactly that's what, exactly what they're trying to do. And yeah, we keep looking for these locations and making sure the no firearm signs come down. Uh, and eventually, hopefully, we'll be able to deal with some of these no weapon signs as well. Outstanding. All right, Eric. I thank you for calling in. Thank you for your time today. We're gonna we're gonna. Pump Florida carry a little bit more when you're gone. We're going to talk about some open carry events coming up, and I really appreciate you calling in. Thanks, guys. Anytime. Y'all have a great day. All right. Have a good weekend. Hey, yeah, listen, go on to floridacarry.com. I know I I found all the information about all the open carry fishing events on meetup.com, and that's meetup, one word, dot com, and then you can go to florida-carry from there. So that's meetup.com slash florida-carry. And even if you don't want to carry a concealed weapon and you don't want to carry openly, these people are defending your constitutional right to do so if you ever choose to. Right? This is Just because you elect not to do something doesn't mean you shouldn't enforce your right to be able to. Yes, exactly. This is and this this is going on the second Saturday of every month. They call it Second Amendment Saturday. So always remember it's the second Saturday. It's Second Amendment Saturday. We know that just talking with Eric that they're regularly being held in Jacksonville, Daytona, and Tampa. The other locations that they have been held are include uh, Melbourne, Fort Myers, Fort Lauderdale, Miami Dade, and Orlando. Uh, the one they do in Orlando is down at Lake Underhill Park. Uh, right, right across from yeah. just south side of Executive Airport, near the um, probably right near the, the new Joe Kininger F4 monument that's down over there, uh, which is awesome if you haven't seen it yet. It is very uh, nice. Um, it's it's over there, and it, listen, there's rules. You just can't. Hey, you know what? I'm just going to show up. So this is planning, and, and again, we're going to find a time and an event to do this with Florida Carry. I want to give you the particulars for this, so you can start thinking ahead of time. You can't just show up with a fishing pole and go. Here I am. Guess what you're going to need? You're going to need. You're going to need a proper, if you're doing it in Orlando, a freshwater fishing license. Right. If you're doing you get, it on the coast, you're going to need a saltwater fishing you license. You've got to have a license to fish. Um, concealed carry requires a valid concealed carry license, and fishing is not required unless you are carrying unconcealed. Okay. Right. If you're con- unconcealed, you have to be fishing. You have to be fishing. Or so, going or coming to the fishing. Right. I would rec- and I believe as part of their rules, they want you to have a concealed weapons license either way. That way, when it's time to put it away and go back to the car, you're not in violation. Or if, if 
if you're moving from lo- one location to the other, if you're and it's moving from one location to another, you can leave it open if you are going to or from that fishing event. Correct, but I believe what they were again just for the protection. Right, they might be. You, yeah, you can beat the charge. Carry. You can't beat the ride. Exactly, but most importantly. Is a Ronco pocket fisherman acceptable? That's what I'm bringing. You, you okay. can, you know, I, I've got I, a Ronco I, pocket fisherman. I, you know, I might have a, an a, appropriate set of very small fishing gear that would fit in a tin can. You know, small <laughs> you know, string for, and a hook. Yes, yeah, just you know, it's you know, it's. I picture you goes as a cane pole kind of guy. No, it's a yo-yo. It's, yo-yo. it's basically <laughs> spring-loaded little device with a float, and I just throw it in the water and I watch it, and when it flips upside down, I know I'm ready to go fish it out. All right, we're going to give you some more of these rules when we come back from the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you in a few. How was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com What was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in a carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an Arms Room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the Arms Room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop ArmsRoom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's ArmsRoom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off this is no ordinary shotgun not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds plus one in the chamber and in the one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete innovation performance keltec see the ksg in action at youtube slash keltec weapons Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, 
When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Celtic Studios. Uh, we were talking about the open carry events with Florida Carry. It goes on several locations around the state of Florida. Um, your your state, wherever you happen to be listening to, also has open carry events. Whether you happen to be in Georgia, you happen to be in Arizona, listening to us in uh, uh, well, they don't call point. them open. They don't call them. Florida carry. Them. No, there would be open. There's open. There's uh, open carry events that go on in, in all every other state. That uh, well, there's a couple states it doesn't happen in New York. Doesn't happen in New York. New it Jersey does, does not happen in New Jersey. It does not happen in Delaware. Uh, does not happen in some other places. Chicago. So, uh, no, the only um, only open carries that happen in Chicago <laughs> are probably uh, you know on the way to the jail, <laughs> and that's by the that's by McCarthy and his stormtroopers. Yeah. You know. So, um, listen, I want to give you some more of these. Uh, Details if you want to participate. Again, Florida Carry would love to have you there. We'd love to see you at one of these events. We're going to find one that we're going to work with them on, and we're going to we're going to end up out there with you. But you have to remember, if you're coming out to do fishing, you got to have a fishing license. Don't give, don't 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 be the guy. Don't be the guy that does it wrong. Follow all the rules. Come out and enjoy your Second Amendment rights. But you have to have your fishing license if you're going to fish. If you're going to carry concealed, you must have a concealed license. Recommended from what we're reading here to have your concealed license, no matter what, if you're coming to these events. Um, there are no long guns. This is a handgun item only. You want to keep all guns off your firearms while you're out there. This is not a Wait. not a gun show. Hands. Excuse me. That what I say. All guns. guns off your firearms. Oh yeah, keep all guns off your firearms. Yeah. No, no. stacking your firearms. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tends to scratch them. Don't touch it. <laughs> Unless your life depends on it. Yeah, this is not a gun show. You're not taking them out. You're just you're just carrying your firearm. Yeah, don't adjust your holster. Don't move your gun. Around. If you got to do all that, go back to the car. Do it in the car. Yeah, you don't fidget. Don't make adjustments to your handgun or your holster in public. It's there. It's there. It's it's on you, and it's it's you. You just keep it there. It's just like if it was concealed. If, you don't if, you, you don't keep messing with it. Leave it alone. Uh, there's there's a. Uh, there's a lot of things that go on at these events, and a lot of it is education. People are going to come up, people are going to talk, and you and you just simply talk about the rules. You talk about um, the law, and you talk about educating people um, on these firearms and, and what open carry is. And hopefully, Florida will be able to move forward with uh, forward with all the work that Sean Carana, Eric Friday, and everybody else in Florida carries taking taking care of. Uh, we do have a caller on the line. We want to get to Lawrence before we're done here. Lawrence, what's your question for us? Um, you were talking. <clears throat> excuse me. You were talking earlier about don't dry fire a rimfire. Yes, sir. And there was a comment somewhere near the end of that discussion that that briefly referenced snap caps. 
Okay. Um, is that is that an exception to the rule, or the same thing applies? Don't fire. No, a, a snap cap is a inert device designed to mimic a, a cartridge being in the chamber that will handle uh, the firing pin impact without damaging any of the components of the pistol. So the, Some of the old. So the use of a snap cap is not going to have any impact on the firing pin. Correct. Yeah, some of the old revolvers where the firing pin was actually attached to the hammer, if you yeah. dry fired those a lot, what you could end up having happen is the 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 firing pin would would basically shear off, and you'd hear it roll down the barrel, uh, and a snap cap avoids that possibility. Now pistols with transfer bars. That really isn't the same problem. You, you don't have a problem with the impact shearing off the firing pin, which was attached to the hammer in some of those older models. But snap caps completely eliminated that possibility because it gave something for the firing pin to strike. It's also a really good device if you're going to be dry firing, uh, you know, a, a, a shotgun, a double barrel, you know, side by side or over under shotgun. Same thing would be a problem. You will eventually break that firing pin mechanism. Uh, or the the recoil spring uh, and the snap cap avoids that possibility because it gives something for that firing pin to strike, but they're usually a bright red mm-hmm. uh, inert uh, bright fluorescent d- color dummy dummy cartridge uh, to keep you from damaging the firing pin or the edge of the chamber of the firearm. You know, I, just... I got I got somehow I got confused and got the impression that even using a snap. Cap oh no, no. Was not permissible. No. Well, no. what the snap cap does is it, it it takes and puts in place of where the bullet would be. It no, gives the you the, it gives you the, the well, obviously the fake cartridge is there, but it, it gives the proper resistance to the firing pin. Correct. It, it, so you'll feel the the dimple. Excuse me. You, you'll 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 feel the resistance in a rim fire on where the casing should be, and then on a on a center fire, the primer is part is the snap cap part. It's the part that has a little little give to it. It's it's so usually it, made out of a high impact hard rubber, so it'll absorb it without actually being permanently dented. Yeah, they make hard rubber ones. They make the red snap caps where the, the primers spring. the primers are actually little springs behind yep. them, so mm-hmm. it has a little give backwards and forwards when you pull the trigger. I'm looking up right online here for Rim fires for 22s. They make them in the hard plastic. They make them in the metal with the uh, with the spring loaded uh, uh, style resistance on there, and they're and they're relatively inexpensive. In fact, they're about the price of regular 22 ammo now. So <laughs> good. So you can you can and get you them. Won't, you, you won't can get them anytime them you want them. <laughs> you won't wear them out. Um, so so excellent question, and thank you for for calling to get us to clarify. Sometimes we get to the end of a end of a segment, and we just uh, we try to. Ooh, look, try, yeah, exactly. Try to get out as quick as we can. The, the seconds, topic. the seconds tick tick up on us. Uh, Kevin, Alec, going uh, going back where Eric Friday was talking about um, a lot of the constitutional carry issues, and I know you and I, uh, the three of us, have talked about this before. With uh, when I talked about immigration and how in the eighties the the laws, the Constitution. The, 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 the entire Constitution applies to people in this country, whether they're here legally or illegally. Right. You can't. And I knew in law enforcement was you know, there was a, there was a point in time after Miranda came out in '68 that 
during the seventies, if you were an illegal alien, you didn't have to get Miranda. Yeah, you didn't get you, you, you didn't get the constitutional rights. Yeah, it, it it happened in the in the early eighties when there was a huge influx of individuals from mostly Cuba, right, um, in South Florida, and it basically became uh, increasingly difficult for human rights people to be able to accommodate the position that law enforcement have or, or immigration had that said if you made it into this country, you still didn't have any constitutional rights to to due process. And the the way it ended up getting worked out was if you got feet dry, you had the constitutional right to petition the, the United States for the right to stay here. It was basically asylum. Right. You're you're it went from they went from being American rights to being human rights. Right. To being the the they these were these are rights given to you by God uh and, inalienable. And inalienable rights. Right. And so everybody in this country, no matter how they got here, is afforded these rights. There's obviously certain cases of, of um uh Foreign soldiers and, and and you know and things and things well, like that. Well, they were not here voluntarily. Correct. Yeah. We, we brought them here and parked them. Right. Right. Um, um, but and I, and I bring this up because it's finally come full circle. That was a decision in the '80s where they all have these full rights. Now there's a court in Wisconsin that has ruled in United States versus Mesa Rodriguez that these unauthorized aliens have the same Second Amendment rights as you or I do. Yeah. It, that. You know, if, if everybody were to sit and think about it, why did we establish uh, a facility at Guantanamo Bay to hold enemy combatants? Because if they made it to U.S. soil, they got their civil rights. Yes. Uh, they didn't necessarily get that if they were on a military base in a foreign country. Even though it's considered part of the sovereign of the United States, there's what I think you would refer to as the willful suspension of disbelief. Yes. Um, yeah. This is important because once this one goes that far, uh, then the Fourth Amendment rights will start to imply uh, their availability to folks so that you don't get illegally searched. Um, it, people should read this story because th- this person was arrested for the possession of a twenty-two caliber cartridge. That was that was all that they needed. Yeah, yeah, there was... Um... <sighs> The reason they got there was a little little shaky, but I mean, this is a big decision, and this is going to be a lot. We're going to we're going to see a lot come from this over the next couple months or years, especially uh, well, yeah, like under the current administration. Battle. Yes, yeah, exactly. This is, you know, at, at, at what point it, this is going to divide a lot? Of, I mean, this could divide the Constitution. What right. rights apply and what rights don't apply? If you're here illegally, can, so you if you're here illegally, but you can legally have a gun while you're here illegally, that's what this is saying at this point. Uh-huh. That. that that's a little bit. That's a little bit right. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of. That's the law. Yeah. So it's a. Uh. It's a little weird. It's going to take some. Take some doing, and we'll keep our eye on it, and uh, and you keep your eye on it also. So pay attention. Hey, before we go, we want to make sure remind you about the Claremont Miniola Gun Show going on this weekend. It's over right now, but tomorrow again, it's going on nine to four in Claremont. That's on. That's at eight hundred North U.S. Highway twenty seven. That's three miles north of State Road fifty. In Claremont, excuse me, three miles north of State Road 50 in Mineola. So make sure you join our friends out there. West, what? What are you writing down? West. Uh, West. Uh, (laughs) What you're talking about. Um, And next week, we may have... 
Colonel Allen West with us if all goes plan as planned. Colonel West will be joining us next week for uh, for for sitting <laughs> for, for a sitting interview. So please, please remember exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. West. It's hard to follow that up. West. I got it, man. We'll see you next week. (laughs) I think we found Mike's replacement.